Welcome back to the Racing and Sports World Cup Punters Pod. Jimmy Buckley with you after the second day of action. Three matches overnight. I'm joined by Sammy Williams. Hello, mate. Hello, Bucko. It's all happening. We're into it now and it's um, the big one tonight. It certainly is. We'll get to that in a moment. Quick recap. Netherlands 2-0 over Senegal. They needed two late goals to secure that victory. Then England came out and won 6-2 against Iran. Very, very promising start there for Gareth Southgate's men before the USA and Wales drew one all uh, early this morning. Sammy, did you did you see any of that action? Yeah, look, it's exactly as we thought it was going to play out, mate. We thought the, the Poms would get off to a flyer and they'll think that they're going to win the World Cup over the next few games and then they'll choke, just as we like it. <laughs> exactly right. Setting up beautifully. Uh, unfortunately, though, uh, we went uh, two out of three last night, so our multi didn't quite salute. That late Wales penalty... Plunging a dagger into many hearts, including mine, late, well, early this morning. Uh, I thought the Yanks probably they deserved their lead at half time. They looked very good. They certainly looked the dominant team, but then they just went into their shell a little bit and they allowed Wales to play at them. And lo and behold, Gareth Bale got himself into the penalty box and he was cut in half and he dispatched the resulting penalty. So, one all. Wales will take that. That group already shaping up quite interestingly. It might be a case of who can beat Iran most comprehensively out of the USA and Wales. But we shall see. Sammy, four games to look forward to over the next uh, 24 hours or so. And we might start with that one you mentioned there earlier. The Socceroos kick off their World Cup campaign against the defending champions in France, who are, as we know, have suffered a, a few injuries in the lead-up to this tournament. Is that going to be enough to help the Socceroos spring an upset? I'd love to say that we could. I don't think we will. But in saying that, it's a World Cup, isn't it? You know, we've proven in, in the past that we're a team that plays with a lot of heart. We get back, we work hard. Um, and then the uh, footballing gods just need to be on our side a couple of times. So, you know, you're always a chance in a two-horse race, Bucko. I think that... Um, you know, there's probably a few markets that we play around with here. It's, it's going to be very hard to beat the French. They're obviously, you know, one of the competition heavyweights and, and they're going to be so hard to beat. And we had a little bit of a look at the Neds market. Uh, the corners, over eight and a half at $1.60. Now, we think that Australia may well park the bus. They might try and hang on and, and get home with a draw. And if that's going to be the case, well, you probably see a few going over the crossbar or around the, around the uh, Australian goals. And eight and a half at $1.60, uh, I think that that's the play rather than trying to go around the head-to-head or trying to take too much value for the Aussies to actually win the game. The French, they've won six of their last seven matches at the World Cup. They're the you know, real competition heavyweights. I can't wait to watch them play. I think they're an exciting team. And the, uh, the old Socceroos have got a bit, bit of their work cut out. Yeah, I was watching a few highlights of France from the 2018 tournament there a couple of days ago. And, uh, geez, Adam Mbappe is not a bad footballer. He seems to know what he's doing. He goes all right, Bucko. Look, look good at our six-a-side uh, team on a Wednesday night. <laughs> I reckon. Good Lord. Imagine having a player of that quality. Uh, the Socceroos are going to have to try and muzzle him somehow. I don't know how they do that. They might have to resort to the dark arts and try and kick the absolute bejesus out of him, but we'll see what happens there. Uh, whatever you've got to do to win, mate, it doesn't matter. Just take him out of the game and we'll uh, take whoever comes out next. <laughs> I like it. So dollar sixty over eight and a half corners for that game. That looks uh, pretty good, I think. You've got to expect there's going to be a bit of a, a bombardment there in the Socceroos penalty box. Moving on, uh, now the first game tonight. Uh, really looking forward to this one. Argentina 
versus Saudi Arabia. Argentina, many people's pick to win this World Cup, uh, looking for a third World Cup victory uh, to add to the 78 and 86 titles. So 86 is getting getting a bit long in the tooth. That's 36 years ago, if you can believe it, since uh, Diego Maradona helped the Argentinians lift their second World Cup. Now, they start with what a lot of people, I think, are assuming is a gimme game against uh, Saudi Arabia, who have in the past kind of been the team that, that gets beaten up on quite a lot in these World Cups. Argentina, I think, are on about a 36-match unbeaten run internationally, which is phenomenal. That stretches back several years now. They have a magnificent team. I mean, Leo Messi, obviously, up front. The PSG striker is the man playing in his last World Cup and looking to finally lift the one trophy that has eluded him until now. But you look through some of these names here, Lautaro Martinez, I mean, the Inter Milan striker, he'll be very, very prominent, I would have thought, this World Cup. Angel Di Maria, the Juventus striker now, who has spent plenty of time at PSG himself and Manchester United. And then a very, very solid midfield. One player I really, really like in this team is Rodrigo De Paul, the Atletico Madrid midfielder. He's your your hard-nosed general almost, and I don't think much is going to get past him. I think they're very, very well balanced, this Argentinian side. Sammy, are you expecting anything other than a comprehensive Argentinian win this evening? I'm... I think Argentina win well. I think they really want to put a marker down in this competition and make sure that everyone knows that you know that that unbeaten run hasn't been by chance. You know, they're they're for me. They're the team to beat. I think that um, obviously Brazil is going to be up there as well, and we've, we've spoken about the French. But I just love the shape of this Argentinian side, and you know, you just can't go past the Messi and the Maradona narrative, the story that could be unfolding. And I'd just love to see Messi bring that uh, trophy back back home to Argentina I think he's a um, wonderful ambassador for the sport and has been for so many years and to see him and the uh, the Argentinians go off their lid at World Cup final night I'd love to see it oh we'd love it wouldn't it? I think it's the story of this World Cup for mine is uh, you know trying to to win this title uh, and really build on that legacy left by Diego Maradona and of course Messi's last World Cup now, a couple of markets here. I got a little bit excited. Argentina win by four-plus goals is paying $3.80 with Neds. I think that'll give you a really good sight. Uh, if you want to just peg that back a little bit, Argentina to win by three-plus goals, paying $2.20. I think that's a pretty safe play. And I don't mind your idea, the corners. Over eight-and-a-half corners is paying $1.72 in this game. Once again, expect an aerial bombardment. And expect those poor Saudis. They'll be having nightmares at the end of this game, I would have thought. I think we found our market early on in this World <laughs> Cup, Bucko. We love this corners market. It, it keeps the game interesting. And when we're up all our hours of the night, you know, when they start getting seven and eight near the end of the game, oh, it's going to be a thriller. Now, another big game. Uh, this has ramifications for the Socceroos. Denmark versus Tunisia. Denmark, $1.60 favourites there to win this one with Neds. What are your thoughts here? Yeah, look, Denmark... I like them to win. They're, they're at a dollar fifty-five. They won nine of their ten in qualifying. I think their defence is really strong. I just like the shape of their outfit. Uh, early on in this tournament, it's the same as the Argentinians. I think they're going to want to have a have a nice win and build a bit of confidence. And a dollar fifty-five is not a bad price for me. I think it's uh, I think it's a very good price. Uh, I, I I mean I, I did get excited a little bit again here, and I took I had a look at the Denmark uh, two plus goal victory margin that's paying $2.75 they're a very well put together football team here Denmark like you say sound defensively but they've got attacking options as well and 
you know, I'd be very, very confident in them at the very least keeping a clean sheet. But I can also see them scoring goals. And, and it's a well-coached team. The timing's right for them here. And they're... I mean, people have made a case to me over the last week or so that they're capable of winning this group, of actually usurping France, who, as we mentioned, are injury hit. So this is a big game for Denmark. Chance to put a marker out. We've mentioned a couple of times this for and against and the goal difference and things like that. And if they want to be serious and and come out here and have a a good strong win, taking the two and a half over the two and a half goals victory, I think it's, you know, there's a bit to play there. And I think this Denmark side wants to come out and try and make sure that the French know that they're around. Now the final game we're looking at here, and this is by far and away the toughest to preview, Mexico versus Poland. Interesting. Hard to line these two up. Bit of injury news. Raul Jimenez who plays for Wolverhampton Wanderers, as we know, the Mexican striker. He's been nursing uh, a bit of a groin injury, and I don't think he's played since about August or September or something like that. So, I mean, that's a risk. Sammy, coming back from a groin injury straight into that environment, I can't imagine he'd be playing 90 minutes. That's right, and I'd love to know how much work he's got into this body because it's all good and well getting through one game but then trying to back up again and again and again. It's, it's a big ask coming off such a long layoff. I think they'll be cautious with him if he does play. Maybe you see him for, you know, maybe 20, 30 minutes in this game, and then that looks to expand a little bit more as the tournament goes on. This is an interesting matchup. You've got a Mexican side with a fairly attacking mindset, and you've got a Polish team that prides itself on being very, very sound defensively. However, they do have Robert Lewandowski up forward, who is one of the best strikers in the world. He's been banging him in at Barcelona at his new club this season during La Liga. Uh, he did. However, come up goalless in Russia four years ago for Poland, who, uh, on the back of that, failed to qualify from their group. A lot of pressure on his shoulders. This is what I think might happen, Sammy. I think uh, I think Mexico will kind of control the game. They'll dictate. Poland will happily sit back and let them come at them. And they're going to try and score on the counter-attack here. And that is perfect Lewandowski territory, I would have thought. So... I like a couple of things here. I like uh, Robert Lewandowski, anytime goal scorer, $2.38. I think that's a fair play. He'll certainly give you a sight there. And I don't mind Poland to get something out of this game. So I'm going to take the draw no bet Poland market here, $2. So if Poland win, then you get paid. If they don't, you get your money back. Simple as that. They're the two I like here, Sammy. I like, I like a bucko. I think um, you know, you're playing with a bit of value too early in this tournament. Let's take some money off these bookmakers and... Um you know, it's going to give us a bit of a kitty going forward. And, you know, these these markets, there's always a little bit of an unknown going into these first games of the of the tournament. You know, many teams will have been preparing for this as opposed to, you know, you're not playing your grand final in the qualifiers. So these first games, there's, there's going to be a lot of answers come out of them. And, you know, you've just mentioned a couple of markets that we think we can play around. Just a quick wrap then. We like in that first game, France and the Socceroos, that we mentioned $1.60 for over eight and a half corners in that game. We like Argentina to win by three plus goals, paying $2.20 with Neds. We like Denmark at $1.60. I think that's fantastic value. $1.60 head-to-head to win that game. And then, in that Mexico-Poland game, draw no bet Poland is paying $2 and Robert Lewandowski, anytime goal scorer, $2.38. That's a wrap, I think, Sammy. We'll talk to you a bit later in the week. Can the Socceroos beat France? Uh, it's going to be a ripper. I know, uh, you know I'll be up for it watching it. Um, I know a lot of Australia will be. We just... We just want to see them play with the pride that we know that they can do and that what they always do at World Cup. So it's going to be a great one. World Cup starting to shape up and let's go the Socceroos. We'll be back later in the week. And until then, happy punting.